You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. It's Friday. It's another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast, of course, always online, garagerockshow.com. We have our special guest this week, Dahlia. How's it going? What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Aaron, once again, what's up, man? Hey there. And Charles, what's up? Ni hao. And we're uh, <laughs> stacked to the brim with with news and information Ooh, for you yeah. guys this week. Uh, lots of great things going on. So kicking it off with some info about Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden. Um, I don't know if you guys know, he's a badass pilot. He flies mm-hmm. Iron Maiden around the world. He flies their tour jet, which is like this Air Eddy uh, fucking huge-ass fucking plane. And he takes, yeah, it takes the band around the world and, every, and, and all this stuff about flying. So he's going to be in this new amateur plane historian series of videos produced by the makers of World of Warplanes. And it's called the Bruce Dickinson Warplane Diaries. And it's about World War II fighter and bomber aircraft. New episodes will be posted each week on YouTube. And uh, he talks about basically just like this uh, plane is called the Hawker Hurricane. And apparently the producers uh, also made a video for Iron Maiden's Aces High using the game's graphics and archive footage, hmm. which is kind of interesting. Uh, it's uh, Bruce Dickinson. He's kind of one of those guys that it seems like a lot of the dudes in the band are into like really weird, crazy shit sometimes. And mm-hmm. he's into old World War II aircraft like if you kind of read the history of Iron Maiden and their lyrics and stuff, it was always about that kind of uh, stuff, like old fighting fucking planes back in the day, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, uh, apparently he's going to be kind of doing oh, this look at that. Uh, diary where he goes through these hangars of airplanes, old fighter planes, and he just talks about the history of them. Huh. I wonder if he's ever been to our own Castle Air Force I Base. I the same I know, thing. Right? Yeah. It probably has. We got to invite Bruce Dickinson there. I know, dude. Bruce Dickinson, That's if a you're great listening fucking in the idea. future, yeah, absolutely. I mean, send him a send him pictures. Yeah, shoot it, at, you know, to his Facebook or whatever. Yeah, he probably already knows. He about could it. fly in there. In yeah, badass air air Eddie fucking plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really cool. So Bruce Dickinson, really cool guy. Uh, he's into all kinds of cool stuff. So I thought that was a uh, pretty neat. He's going to be doing that on you know YouTube. What, you know what? Also, Hawker Hurricane. Sounds like the name of like some '80s cop renegade, <laughs> like because Sylvester yeah, Stallone right? type or whatever. Some movie like that Cobra. never got made. Yeah, it was supposed to star Sylvester Stallone yeah. as Hawker Hurricane. Exactly. And he's got the police chief, and the chief is like Hawker. God damn it, Hawker! God damn it, you just you gotta do it by the book. <laughs> How old is he? He looks. Pretty, I never played by the Pretty book. handsome for his age. Uh, Bruce oh. Dickinson? Yeah, he's up he there. Does. I mean, he's got to be sixty something. I he would looks imagine. fabulous. Yeah, yeah, he looks just pretty saying. good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here, what do you think about that picture of Lars? Oh do yeah. You think Lars looks fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> He's screaming, no. "Don't steal my music!" Uh, Metallica was awarded the Polar Music uh, Award, which is uh, the most prestigious award I guess you can get. Like in Sweden, it's one of those kind of um, I don't know what you call it. It's uh, c- can you hand me the remote there? Don't like please? um. It's not like the Grammys because there's actual royalty and stuff there, right? No, so yeah, it's, it's it's like it's very official, and we're I, I got the video on YouTube here. Uh, you guys can check it out. Uh, basically, Lars Ulrich and Robert Trujillo from Metallica received the Polar Music uh, Prize this past week, and it's a pretty legendary thing. And they were on hand to accept it. And uh, I guess you know, like other people that have have had this honor before, some pretty big names. Uh, some of the people who have won in the past. Uh, let me see here. I have the, the list uh, down here. Paul Simon, Elton John, Ray Charles, Bob Dylan, hmm. Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, 
uh, Quincy Jones, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen. Nice. They've all won this uh, award, which is, uh, it was founded in 1989, and uh, I guess it was founded, the prize was first presented in 92, uh, just kind of, uh, I guess it awards people who were uh, basically kind of, you know, good musicians as well as good people and stewards of the world and kind of mm-hmm. they donate stuff to charity and Metallica has always kind of been known for that so mm-hmm. I would say good people with the exception of Lars Ulrich <laughs> well, <laughs> why just, do you say that no nah, nothing he's just a little bit of a douchebag yeah he's all. a douchebag <laughs> but donating to charity way to go Lars am I the only one who doesn't know Max Martin Max Martin. I do don't you guys know, know Max Martin? I don't. Because uh, I know everybody else on that list but Max Martin. Max Martin. Uh, Max Martin. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just some random guy. They he know. must have been some British. He's probably a British dude or oh, something. Probably. Maybe from Europe. Sweden. Um, but Tobias Forge, Ghost Frontman, uh, performed along with the uh, Swedish metal act Candlemass. They did the Enter Sandman as kind of a tribute. It was a pretty cool nice. um, tribute they did. And speaking of British uh, metal and royalty and all that, Tony Iommi. Yeah. He's been knighted before, and he's uh, actually British royalty now. He's up for Black Sabbath's reunion, apparently at the Commonwealth Games 2022. They're going to have the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, England. Uh, I guess it's kind of like the Olympics over oh, there. Yeah. Where generals are will be gathered in their masses. <laughs> <laughs> Just like witches at black masses. Right. Yeah. Uh, he says, quote, I think it would be great, a uh, great thing to do to help represent Birmingham. I'm up for it. Let's see what happens. Oz- Ozzy recently told ITV News that he would definitely consider playing the opening ceremony of the games after his farewell tour ends. He said, quote, yeah, that'd be fantastic with Black Sabbath or on my own, end quote. Nice. What are they playing? Like, I, what, are, what do the games consist of? Commonwealth Games? I, I don't know. I guess I should have looked it's more into what the Commonwealth Games are. Probably, like, uh, what is it? Uh, cro- uh, Crockett? Croquet? Cricket? Croquet? Crockett, cricket, croquet. So it's like a combination of croquet and cricket. <laughs> it starts with Crockett. a croquet and it ends with a It's t- not like the Scottish Games with throwing logs and uh, stuff. The Highland <laughs> Games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the where Highland they, Games. Where they throw haggis at each other. That's yeah, <laughs> awesome. All right, check this out. The Pink Floyd exhibit, Their Mortal Remains. This is some stuff that's... Ooh, yeah. And it's going to be in the U.S. Maybe. next year, which is really cool. I'm not really Ooh, sure where go. they're going to have it, hopefully on the West Coast, but this is just kind of some of the stuff. They have, like, you know, some of the original instruments that things were recorded it's with. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it that's looks awesome. like. And it's Pink Floyd's own, like, mobile version of it. So mm-hmm. it's coming to the U.S. next year, so check that out pink floyd exhibit when we went to that roger water show that was like so much stuff everywhere like floating everywhere oh yeah well the stage show yeah stage show is pretty pretty crazy the big the pig the pigs in the wing reminds me of that because it's just like that big giant pig floating around and stuff awesome stuff uh nine inch nails recently played a trio of shows in las vegas the band was joined by legendary gary newman on stage they debuted a new song called ahead of ourselves I guess it's going to be coming out on this new Nine Inch Nails disc, Bad Witch, which is coming out today. So if you guys are hearing this, check it out. New album from Nine Inch Nails just dropped. It's called Bad Witch. Nice. Um, Arcade Fire, two California shows. Going to be uh, The Zombie is going to be opening up for them as well. Uh, they have Berkeley uh, Grizzly Bear is going to be the opening app in Berkeley, September 22nd. Those tickets just went on sale today. Uh, so if you're into that, check it out. Cool. Uh, I thought this was a funny video of Mick Jagger. Uh handing out copies of this uh the rolling stones have this new box set that they're releasing and uh just watch like mick jagger in the way he's he's, he's so funny oh look at him 
He's like the Clintons with balloons. <laughs> <laughs> He's wonderment. It's what is this? Is this a record? Oh my god. He's all, this is a good one, and he's all, they're all good. <laughs> he's just winging them he's down. He's just throwing their the records. The just yeah, he them out. throws them. Like, what is this, a box? Look at Keith Richards, Are these too, records? They're all good, but what are they? He's just throwing all the records out Look, there. He looks so confused. <laughs> Skeleton crew. Yeah, I know. Are, what, are they in their 80s now? Yeah. Oh are they really? God. Oh, oh no, like, probably. They gotta be 70s. in their seventies. Well, yeah. Hopefully they're not in their forties looking like, well, obviously they're not, <laughs> yeah. but God bless yeah. it. It's the studio albums vinyl collection nineteen seventy one to twenty sixteen. It looked like about twenty twenty albums there. I don't know. It's probably pretty expensive too. Oh, way to go. That was the most excitement they've had in the last <laughs> twelve years. Uh Blink one eighty two drummer Travis Barker sadly diagnosed with blood clots in his arms this week. Uh, according to a statement issued by the band, as a result, the trio shows scheduled for this weekend in Las Vegas have been postponed. Um, his situation is being closely monitored, um, and he says, quote, drumming is my life, and it kills me that I can't perform for you guys this weekend. I hope to be back as soon as I can, end quote. Hmm. Um, so just kind of a bummer. That sounds really serious, though. Oh, well, you know, Serena or Venus Williams had blood clots in their legs when they did a, really? a plane trip to either New Zealand or Australia because they're so active in the legs that when they're stagnant for that period of time, you can develop blood clots. Oh, so maybe and that makes, makes sense, sense because he's so active in the arms. Yep. And if you're stagnant for a period of time, you can get some blood clots. Huh? Absolutely. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. Didn't Travis Barker have like a... Like a uh, Plane crash. reality show like oh he he's yeah. a, he also survived he did, a plane like, crash in the early 2000s yeah mm-hmm. and then he had the plane well, crash uh-huh. yeah in 2008 he survived a plane crash in which four people died and he was just one of two survivors mm-hmm. and the other survivor didn't end up, up committing suicide yeah he ended up committing suicide uh, like a wow. couple like a month later or, I how don't do know. you live through a plane crash and then commit suicide i know, I know. Right? crazy isn't that isn't that nuts um, it's like, no, this is not Final Destination. <laughs> yeah. you, <laughs> no one's coming after you. Uh, also, some kind of sad news is Tommy Lee airing out his dirty laund- laundry online with his son, Brandon. Uh, over this Father's Day this past Sunday, uh, this all happened. And basically, Tommy Lee said he felt like he had, quote, failed as a father because his children didn't know the value of things. Ugh. Uh, that led Brandon to post a video of his dad sprawled out on the gra- ground after a fistfight they had earlier this year. Then, Monday evening, Brandon addressed a note on Instagram to the former Motley Crue drummer saying, You post something for the world to see, saying I'm a bad kid, my mom is a bad mother. What do you expect? Seriously, who's the adult here? You're mad I didn't say Happy Father's Day to you? So what? My birthday was on June 5th, and I didn't even hear from you. I didn't go telling the world what a letdown you are. Come on, man. It's time to move on. Let's keep this private. That's his son telling oh, wow. telling him that. Sounds like a pretty adult thing to say. Doesn't yeah. sound like he's trying to keep it uh, private at all. Nope, because Tommy responded, Rehab for son, 130000 Party for son's 21st birthday last year, 40000 Medical bills after son knocks out his father unconscious and uses alcoholism as a scapegoat, $10,000. Son acting like a victim on social media on Father's Day, priceless. I'm out, mic drop. Oh, see, you know, it was it was funny until that part where Sounds he said, like they're, it, they're, "I'm they're, out, mic drop," and then you could really tell his age. They're both, <laughs> they're both losers, man. Yeah, yeah, get over it. He's like, "I'm out, Macarena." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, they do need to go over it. And you know what? On like, here's here's my he, honest he's opinion. He's the one who paid forty thousand dollars for the the birthday. Yeah, I mean, you're the douchebag. Exactly. For, you set yourself uh, son up for that kind of thing. You know. Well, you know, one thing drives me crazy too about social media. If you have Facebook and people argue with each other on Facebook instead of directly arguing with each other, to me, it's just. It's passive aggressive it bullshit. It is. Nonsense it gets nowhere. Gets nowhere. Yeah. Why did he need that? Why did he need the rehab in the first place? Right. Exactly. He mm-hmm. probably watched how his dad grew up. Right. Yep. And yeah. Fell into the same habits. So and his dad was probably on the road all the he time. Was, he was set up there. Set up yep. from day one to to do that. You know. So yeah. sure. Of all people, Tommy should know to be empathetic and not try and do that to your own son, who's probably you know. Yeah. Didn't ask for that life to be handed to him kind of that way, you know, to have a rock star dad who wasn't there yeah. and used drugs and divorced. Heavily used drugs. Yeah, so just crazy stuff. Um, anyway, so moving on, some somewhat unfortunate news as Pearl Jam postpones their shows in London as Eddie Vedder loses his voice. Oh. Uh, on Tuesday night at the O2 Arena, uh, Eddie Vedder lost his voice. The band broke the news on social media saying, quote, Eddie Vedder has completely lost his voice. He is on vocal rest for the next few days in an effort to heal and perform the remainder of the tour dates, end quote. Uh, And they also added that this is, quote, the first time ever having to postpone a show for this reason. Ed and the band are gutted thinking of all the folks who have traveled and made plans. So imagine how long Pearl Jam's been out there on the road, and this is the first time, according to them, that they've had to cancel the show for that that reason well you know he he gnashed his teeth on the recess lady's breast (laughs) how can you forget how can you forget yeah great quote yeah and then now he lost his voice (laughs) so uh no word on if he's going to be performing tonight they're supposed to be in milan italy unfortunately we're recording this before that show had happened so uh, you'll have to see if he's doing better. And also, Hopefully. losing his voice, Dave Grohl. Uh, no. A- apparently, a lot of fans are uh, have voice concern about Dave Grohl's voice, fearing uh, because uh, a show they played in Monday, apparently in Antwerp, Belgium. Um, one fan wrote this, quote, I was at the Antwerp gig last night, and I thought the state of Dave's voice was kind of worrying. Towards the final third, it began cutting out entirely. Noticeably on breakout, he added, I know it's been an issue since the start of the tour, but it's clear it's not a cold anymore, and it can't be any mm. good long term. Yeah. End quote. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Like, a lot of these guys, they're just used to screaming all the time. Oh, Would yeah. you be upset if you were at a show and you didn't, you, you got like a half ass kind of show where the, yeah. the dude's like not even singing? And yeah, that would suck. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, would wa- I would want him to. I would rather have the show canceled and yeah. rescheduled than have a half-assed like show yeah. where his voice goes out halfway. Know your through. limits, maybe, and spread yeah. out the tour a little bit more or something. Have more of a break in between. Great point. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Great point. singing your ass off every night mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing. Yeah, because he's like nonstop, right? He's doing oh, yeah. shit all the time. And they do, the Foo Fighters do at least three-hour shows. Same thing with Pearl Jam. Their yeah. shows are like known for epic long shows, yeah. you know? Hey, um... Didn't Phil Anselmo, didn't he end up getting throat cancer? And, you know, Phil Anselmo from Pantera? He had Pantera? surgery. Yeah, he had yeah. Uh, throat surgery. A lot of a lot of guys actually... Te- do, tears vocal cords. Yeah, and, and they have to system. have surgery. Yeah, yeah they, have, they either have a cyst or a tear. Yeah. Uh, but crazy. So hopefully those guys will get better uh, and take some time off the road. I won't play you the video of, of Dave Grohl singing there. It's pretty bad. You'll, you get the point. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not good. Oh, Aaron, you called it. You said, remember you said that, that the Cobains are going to be like every week? Oh, yeah. Here yeah, so yeah. check Another it out. One. Here's the, yeah. the, the next Cobain uh, step in the saga. 
as Frances Bean Cobain has put her L.A. mansion on the market for $2.7 million shortly after winning possession of it in her acrimonious divorce settlement with her ex-husband Isaiah Silva. According to Variety magazine, Cobain paid $1.8 million in 2011 for the Spanish colonial in Hollywood Hills after inheriting 37% of the state uh, from her late father, Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain, of course. Uh, it's pretty nice house. Check yeah. this out. This house is fabulous. Oh, it's very nice. See how much she sold it for? Uh, she has it on the market for two point seven nine. It looks million. like she's got like one million in equity. Thirty three. Well, you know, it's a foot. it's a it's a seller's market right now. It is. Look at that nice kitchen. Ooh, that's fabulous. Wow. Yeah. It's a nice house. It almost yeah. looks like your kitchen, Aaron. Mm, no Aaron, way. you have a fabulous <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> so all ours the, is pretty similar to that. On a little small scale of that. Maybe. It's like half of that. Yeah. Yeah. So to all you Quarter. Garage Rock Show listeners right now, it's re- what's really funny is we're actually just looking at a pictures of a homeless shelter, and we're just making <laughs> we're just making this it's all just up. Just a tent city. It's a tent <laughs> city. Fabulous. Now, if you look it up it's on Variety, wonderful. you can see it. It's less of a dryer box, more of a refrigerator. <laughs> the ambiance in that room. It's <laughs> and I've added an addition. <laughs> look at the lighting. They cut a hole in the roof. Uh, <laughs> natural skylight. <laughs> Uh, this was a sad one. I, I don't want to play it for you guys, but Chris Cornell's daughter released a duet that she actually did with her dad, Chris Cornell. Uh, oh. They covered Prince's Nothing Compares to You, and uh, apparently she wrote it, or, well, they, they performed it together, and she said, quote, Daddy, I love you and I miss you so much. You're the best father anyone can ask for. Our relationship was so special, and you were always there for me. You you gave me courage when I didn't have any, end quote. So uh, pretty cool stuff. And it's online. It's actually available now for download on iTunes. Before, um, it was just on YouTube and kind of a personal video, but she made it public. And now you guys can check it out. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look it up. Yeah. Um, I remember when my, when my grandpa died, there was a really scratchy recording that he had done like years and years before of him singing like a, a church song with just him and the guitar. Oh, nice. And oh, they played it cool. at his funeral. I swear to God. Waterworks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had to mop the floor. It was crazy. Oh, I uh. bet. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Um, next thing happening with Led Zeppelin this year, they are celebrating their 50th anniversary of a band this year, which is pretty crazy their uh next album that they're remastering is their 1976 live album the song remains the same uh it'll be out september 7th lots of things they're actually doing a blu-ray disc in 5.1 surround sound and it includes four songs that uh, did not include in the final film nice celebration day over the hills and far away misty mountain hop in the ocean so that's actually kind of cool i'd like to see that yeah uh, uh, it's unreleased footage that they've had and they didn't uh, include it on the first round so for sure. Check that out. Uh, Fat Mike, uh, finally speaking out from NoFX about um, the comments that they made in Las Vegas. Uh, we talked about it in past episodes. Everybody knows uh, that they kind of uh, basically were ridiculing the um, hmm. the people that were killed at Country Music Festival the previous year in Las Vegas on stage, and they were joking about it. So now, basically, here's what punk, uh, Mike says about punk rock um the punk and Drublick festival that he's going on, uh, that it's basically being canceled, but it, it, everywhere in the U S except for around the world. So he says, quote, fuck it. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Uh, but because of the comments we made in Las Vegas, every no effects show has been canceled in the U S we did not drop off the shows. We were told that no effects is not welcome to play any big venue in the United States. No joke. No effects has been effectively banned in our own country. This is not our choice. It is our reality. We are very sorry to our fans, especially the ones in Austin. For now, we're playing in Europe, Mexico, and Canada. The Punk and Drublick Festival is still happening in Europe 
and the other continents. I'm trying my best to bring it back to the U.S., but a lot of people don't want to make it happen. It fucking sucks. We made a mistake. We apologized, and we got to suffer the consequences. Maybe it ain't fair, but whoever said life was, we are just very thankful that our fans are being so supportive. Thanks to all of you. See you in Slovenia tomorrow. Okay, I got I got to do a little correction here for all of you NoFX fans. I just want you to know <laughs> that that he sounds a bit Alex Jonesy right there. He was not banned. They just don't want to hire him, and no one want, and they and they drop their contracts with him. So like he's talking about being banned, like you burn books or like be banned from like certain things. Like right. maybe they don't want to do business with him. That doesn't necessarily mean you're banned. So it's going to get exactly you know people riled up and stuff. But mm-hmm. promoters are choosing not to associate yep. themselves with that. It's just like what happened like with the Dixie Chicks, you know, when they yeah. made their comments about the President Bush back then. Yeah, and then the country music fans were like, "God damn it, we're not going to stand for that." We're yeah, but mm-hmm. but. They didn't say any. He didn't. No effects didn't say anything about the president. They made a comment about people who lost their lives oh, at yeah. a concert. Yeah, if I, I was promoting, yeah, okay, yeah, freedom, I do it freedom of speech at a cost. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah. the, uh, in my opinion, like no, no, your boundaries. Like oh, yeah. know what to say. That was just inappropriate. Yep. Right. Know your boundaries. Uh, exactly. Yep, some good news uh, about um, Dolores O'Riordan. She was the lead singer of the Cranberries. She passed away uh, earlier. We were talking about uh, she overdosed on fentanyl. A lot, a lot of uh, people like Tom Petty and Prince have uh, unfortunately met the same end. Well, she was working on that song "Zombie" with this band called Bad Wolves. She was actually in London uh, at the hotel where she passed away. She was going to record with them the next day. Oh, it would have been great. In the studio. And so she never made it to the session, but the band, Bad Wolves, decided to record it in her honor. And today, they or yesterday actually, they presented a check for $250,000 to the family of, of Dolores O'Riordan. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, he said, quote, I thought this was a good one. If we didn't do that, we were shelving the song, and it would have never seen the light of day. It's not like some cash grab. We're not here to capitalize on something. It was a tragic thing. What a better way to pay tribute to her, you know, and try to give back. Yep. Uh, end quote. So that was pretty cool. And that is way cool. He yeah. actually said at the event, quote, the ultimate goal is to present them with a $1 million check, and the fact that we're a quarter of the way there is beyond incredible. It's a true statement to the timelessness of their mother's songwriting that will live on forever. We're so grateful to be able to do this for him. Brought her two sons on the stage alongside their father to receive the gift. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. So, good move on Bad Wolf's part for doing that. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't, I don't know why this reminds me of this, and this is the, the worst like way to bridge a subject to another subject. <laughs> but have you seen how Domino's is filling potholes? Yes, <laughs> like you know? they're, they're trying to <laughs> fill potholes across America because they say it's like a clever marketing campaign about their drivers and they don't want to screw up your pizza yeah. and, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I don't know why I associated really that, that with Yeah, so they're, they're, P, really they're PG&E yeah. in their city now? Or? Stuff a couple yeah. of pizzas in this pothole. Uh, you know, there right? Know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Ghost has uh, uh, done an interview and said that he's got some kind of side project that he's doing. Oh, where's Craig? I know. <laughs> Listen up, Craig. Uh, Tobias Forge said, quote, I have another project at the end of that tunnel that might or might not materialize. It's a bit of a side thing that takes a ton of collaboration and many stars aligning, and that's been in the works for years, so we'll see if it happens. So, 
interesting. So I, I'm not sure if that means a whole side project mm. or something else. But listen up, Craig. He's, he's working on something. I think he heard you. <laughs> he did. And he's going to be doing another project now just because of that. So. He stays up at night just trying to find random rock show podcasts. <laughs> he heard it. Yeah. He says you're he going to like it. He's like, fuck those guys. <laughs> All right. I got this. I'm going to prove Craig wrong. So <laughs> there you go. Tobias is working for that. Check Damn it out. Craig. Uh, Slipknot fans. Craig. <laughs> Slipknot fans, uh, apparently they're going to be doing some really heavy stuff in 2019 for their new album. Uh, Corey Taylor was interviewed and asked about the sound of it, and he said, quote, This is Iowa levels of heavy, and I may have to go out and tour this crap at my age. I can feel those songs in my back. I'm really excited about it, and I talk to the guys at Slipknot all the time. We're all really, really excited about this stuff, and it's coming together really well, so be prepared for 2019, which, weirdly, is the 20th anniversary of the first Slipknot Ooh, album. We're old. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's I remember that when that album came yeah. out in high school and bumping, yeah. that, bumping that in my car, man. That was a killer album. When did being in our 30s be, become an old <laughs> age? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Tell that to people in their 30s five years ago and people in their 30s in the 90s and I yeah, know. In the 80s. Uh, so all bizarre. right. So moving on to some trivia on this day in rock history on Friday, June 22nd in 1990. This artist becomes the first rock act to play Yankee Stadium when he performs at the first of two sellout shows. Was it A, Elton John, B, Billy Joel, or C, Bob Dylan? What do you guys think? Hmm. Who are we starting with? Dahlia? Dahlia. I'm going with Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I don't know. Aaron. I was going to say Billy Joel, but since you said that, I'm a, I'll go with Bob Dylan. Hmm. So since we win a prize for this, right? Oh, oh we do. <laughs> you get uh, you get bragging you rights. You get that Reese's oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese's thing there. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll and take it. mad props from you the, get that pick on the tape up yeah. magazine there on the table. <laughs> yep, from so, the GarageRockShow.com. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yep. nice. Yeah, you also get to try the new product that's endorsing the podcast this week um, <laughs> called uh, Boulder Holders. <laughs> um, it's also Crow Milk. Over the shoulder yeah, Crow Boulder Mil- Holders? No, 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 not to be confused with over the shoulder Boulder Holders, but our friendly staff of Boulder Holders will hold your boulder. Oh, no, it's uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Fight Milk. Fight Milk. Fight Milk. It was made with the egg of a crow. And yeah. It's, all, it's made with milk, and it has uh, weight, weight, like builder stuff in it. Oh, like yeah, creatine. Fight Milk. <laughs> fight Milk. There's ball Jack in there. Ball, ball Jack. Jack. Ball yeah. Jack's in there in Fight yeah. Milk. Yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, make you, uh, it'll make your profit soar high as a crow. <laughs> so. Um, so. Okay, so I know I know this one, and I, only, I, I, I don't know it because I didn't look it up or anything. But I do know Don't that lie. Um, I do. Well, I do know this. All right. <laughs> so as soon as I looked at it, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, OK, I was like eight or nine when that song. We didn't start the fire. Oh, came yeah. out. And and so Winning. like I think is, I just won. Yep, this is how old Ding. I was. This is how old I am. I was nine in 89. And I remember that song coming out around that time. And I think Billy Joel was like on fire yeah. at that time for like that song and others. So I just I picked Billy Joel. You're absolutely correct. It was Billy Joel. Uh, mm. Billy Joel did was, he play that song? You guys he probably did. I'm sure. Probably did. Oh yeah, hell yeah, he did. Billy Joel. You guys got to split the Reese's, I guess. We yeah. do. <laughs> you know, you got to split it. Who it's knew that? You. Oh. I don't do sugar. <laughs> he right. has two first names. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fun fact. Uh, new releases out today from Best Coast, Dawes, Gang Gang Dance, Kamasi Washington, which is actually a pretty cool independent hip hop artist. Uh, check him out. Nine Inch Nails, Panic at the Disco, Street Dogs, The Orb, The Record Company, The Sea Within, which is actually featuring some really good musicians, including Marco Miniman on the drums, uh, which is really good drummer. If uh, any drummers are out there listening, 
check out Marco Miniman. You'd be impressed. Mm-hmm. Not uh, a fake name. Any idea what <laughs> Gang Gang Dance is? I don't know. Gang Gang Dance. I've heard of them, but I'd, I've never heard anything by them. So. Oh, yeah. They do Gundam style. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> uh, new tunes. Yeah, I don't have the list ready for you guys. I'm actually still getting it ready today, uh, so make sure you tune in tomorrow. On 105.7 FM, also 1660 AM. You can stream us live anytime, 1057thebear.com. We'll be uh, having a great new episode for you. 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Check that out. Uh, quick sports minute. Of course, World Cup action been happening uh, this week. Me as oh, my God. That game with uh, Germany and Mexico on last Saturday exactly. was awesome. But they couldn't make a shot to save their lives. <laughs> Germany, they Germany couldn't so get it together. No. I know, it was crazy. So many. Mexico did such a good Missed job with defending, and um, their goalie was amazing. So citizens in Mexico were jumping for joy, literally, uh, because they set off some earthquake detectors. Did you guys hear about this? Super yeah. sensitive oh, sensors. Man. They registered tremors at two sites in Mexico City seven seconds after Irving Lozano scored for the North wow. American underdogs. Uh, the Institute of Geological Atmospheric Investigation called them artificial quakes. Wow, that's awesome! Isn't that that's that's Goal. some that's some fans yeah. right there, man? That's the power of soccer. <laughs> Little fans. <laughs> nice. That was great. <laughs> that's literally. I should have yeah. carried on when you left off. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> we should have all harmonized. Missed that. Oh, we missed all their the moment. listeners just dropped off. Everybody <laughs> just dropped off. Uh, all right, LeBron James has a strain of weed named after him. It's called L.A. Bron. Oh, cute. And they're Jeez. trying to say it because everybody's saying that he's going to be going to L.A., right? That's the rumor. Probably. The rumor. That he's going to be going to the Lakers. Uh, so, yeah, apparently he's got a weed strain named after him. Probably. Okay. You hear, was, it, was that a couple of weeks back uh, we heard about that strain named after uh, Meghan Markle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Markle, Sparkle. Markle Sparkle. Markle Sparkle. Yeah, Markle Sparkle. Oh. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle <laughs> was also a cleaning product in Japan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on The Simpsons? Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> Did it look like Homer with yeah. sparkly yeah. eyes? Yeah, it was like a fish bulb. Yeah. Remember? Fish bulb. It, yeah. was a, it was actually a light bulb and a fish, <laughs> and that was the, the logo combined or something. So Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's sativa or indica dominant. Mm. Probably a sativa. What does it say? Less couch lock. It doesn't say. <laughs> it should be sativa. Mm-hmm. Way to go, getting all, all fancy with it. <laughs> Smoke it and you just go all beast. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron is a cannabis expert in this group. <laughs> nice. Hey, we're... Nice. That, that, does that mean that, you eat I people? I know a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> title can be debated. <laughs> uh, Disney warning Incredibles 2 may cause seizures. Ooh. Have you heard about this? Apparently... Like- uh, parents were t- taken off guard uh, because they didn't post anything on opening Ooh. weekend. And so there's a scene that involves flashing lights, I guess, and it's kind of long. It's like for a minute or two or something. Yeah. And so a fan wrote, quote, to any friends who have epilepsy, seizure disorder orders, or light sensitivity, please be careful when you're seeing Incredibles 2. I unfortunately had an issue and don't want this happening to anybody else. So, wow. Oh, man. Please. They already have notices now this weekend for the first time, but... Apparently, it was an issue last weekend, and mm. so parents be aware. That's you know, have none of crazy. these, none of these creators of of the Incredibles two 
seen any Japanese cartoons from the 80s where, <laughs> yeah, right. where something turns Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah mechanical. You guys, you guys ever been in that little rat hole at Chuck E. Cheese that they used oh, to have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It was terrifying. Was, what yeah. the hell? It was that. Yeah. A little tiny it was closet awesome. that you go into with a strobe light. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, a, it's like a rape room. It's like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> Mario Batali's rape room. <laughs> like, we thought it was cool. Oh. 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 Ouch. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I went to Chuck E. Cheese a bunch of times when I was a kid. And my parents would save up a bunch of money and would finally get to go there. And every time I went there, the the balls that you jumped in and the commercials, yeah. they were always out of order. And, <laughs> oh, and like oh, every gross. time I was like, ugh, some, some kid, kid peed in, in the there. balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> peed in the balls. Threw up in there or whatever. I never got to play in the balls. <laughs> you didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Probably get out, get out of there with pink eye or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason that shit ain't around no more. I know, uh, right? Uh, Just drink ball, Jack. You'll be good. <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't around anymore, it looks like this new... <laughs> new movie from John Travolta is a real fucking shit show. Oh, it, look. It looks called, like a shit show. It's called Gotti, and uh, it didn't even crack the top ten in this weekend. It opened this weekend. I've never even heard of it. Exactly. <laughs> a, yeah. lot of, a lot of people uh, haven't heard of it. Uh, it only got 1.7 million nationwide. Oh, man. Uh, I guess Pacino, De Niro, Andy Garcia all got approached to maybe be a part of it they all said no yeah and of course john travolta needs the work so he's yeah like, yeah i'll do it you know hey no problem uh, uh, mr Carter. it's um. the worst reviewed mo- movie of 2018 <laughs> so Nobody's far given me a chance since i molested that guy in the, <laughs> the, the come on it's, it's hard to get some work around here he's gonna go climb into his b-52 and make out with tom cruise for an hour <laughs> Uh, it's going to do face-off <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. He's oh, take God. take his face off. And, uh, all right, so the film has earned Shit, a Nick rare... Cage probably use the work, too, right now. <laughs> he probably <laughs> could, too. <laughs> Man, they need to team up. Okay, so just speaking of that, if you guys haven't seen this, you have to see it. Go to a website and a Facebook page as well called Nick Cage's Face on Things. And oh, it's yeah, that's super yeah, that's funny. funny. <laughs> They'll put it on like hilarious. a snake or yeah. like a bunny. And, <laughs> or like the whole really? cast of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Like or just, oh, it's, my yeah, God. It's his face on everything. Yeah, it would go I, really well on snakes and weasels and things like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, they yeah, have it on all that it's stuff. It's so funny. It really is good. I like a horse. My life. Like yeah. a horse and like Yoda. all these things. It's so funny. And they they <laughs> Photoshop them really well. Like really it, well. It blends the face and like makes the features. Are you serious? I don't have a link to push it. That's old news. Everybody knows about that. Nick Cage. Face on I'm thing. the last to know everything. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. well, we'll show you guys. <laughs> yeah. we'll, maybe we'll bring it up. Uh, so, yeah, don't go see Gotti. It's horrible. I, don't, I might go it's see it because it. it's horrible. I know. I've, I've seen The Room yeah. a bunch of times. A bunch of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that's yeah. that's horrible in a funny, cool way, you know? Oh, like, yeah. This true. probably isn't like that at all. I yeah. Mean, it's probably just really bad. But I've knows? never really liked his acting anyway. All right, so mm-hmm. check this new, like... Old fiction uh, was probably one of, the, one of the better ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's like one of my favorite... Uh, Pulp Fiction is the only, only one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's this new like video that came out. It's on YouTube with featuring uh, Allison Chains guitarist uh, Jerry Cantrell, as well as that actor guy. Is that him? No, no, no. <laughs> he hasn't showed up yet. He's. Uh, it's called Dad was, Band. It was a joke. And uh, it's a uh, it's a group of guys like in their 40s that are trying to get a band together or whatever. Hmm. And they he's like clearing out the garage. He's got Grandma's floor runner. Grandma's yeah. carpet. And, oh yeah, uh, that's cool. Jared Cantrell's in it, and he actually he's pretty good. He's pretty funny, and uh, they have some different people that are uh, actually in it. And it kind of reminded me of that 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 thing that we saw on Portlandia, where Fred Armisen had the guys from uh, uh, Black Flag, Chris Novoselic from Nirvana, yeah. 
Um, who was the other guy? Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Was there. And, oh, it was great. And it was like they were all older. And I'm like, like oh, no, we're tired. He's like, yeah, do you have like a, a herbal tea, like a, a, a slippery elm? You know, it really helped me with my voice. You know, and they used to be like badass punks. You know, and now it's like this kind of like, like dad band. With their own little equipment and shit. That's yeah, I need to do a little yoga move before we get ready for this punk hey, rock set. You know what? If Mick Jagger can do it at 106, definitely. <laughs> 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 himself around uh earl w earl brown of deadwood and preacher fame is also in it uh so cool. it's funny he plays a, a plumber is. who was once in a band and signed and later dropped so check that out it's on youtube it's called dad band uh david spade did something pretty cool donating one hundred thousand dollars to mental health after kate spade's suicide um after his i i learned that that was his sister-in-law kate, mm-hmm. kate spade because apparently he's uh he was she was married to David's brother Andy yeah and, and I, they had yeah. a rocky marriage I didn't know that that was the mm-hmm. same spade like because I, I you mm-hmm. know I heard that name Kate Spade but I whisker know do's whisker don'ts mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you or anyone you know is in need of help or guidance about suicide feeling down uh, call the suicide prevention hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or N-A-I- org to learn more uh, and help out your friends because as we're transitioning to this uh, next uh, thing, uh, the remaining episodes of Parts Unknown will still air on uh, CNN. There's one left uh, this weekend, so make sure you guys tune in this Sunday uh, to check out the last episode of Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. I thought the last Big episode time. we watched was the last episode. Nope, that wasn't. There was, there's two more after that. I was just saying that. I'm like, that's a, such a bummer. This is the last episode you know, I'm ever going to yeah. watch. Did I miss the ones so, with Serge Tankian? Yeah, you to, yeah. did. That was yeah. uh, that, that was aired. I need that to go was back and two that. two like weekends ago. I need to ago. watch that too. Okay. I think it was three weekends. That was ago. their uh, yeah. piece in Armenia, and it's a it yeah, was it was very really good. Awesome. It was really you go you want to hear you want to hear something really crazy because we've been talking a lot about celebrities committing suicide, and it really is truly sad news. And you know, right. they, they could get the help that they need, but this is really crazy. I don't know if you guys know this, but a group group of people in America where suicide is like crazy on the rise right now is American farmers. Really? It's, yeah, really? it's the weirdest thing. I thought thing. you were going to um, say veterans or something. But. Uh, no, American farmers. It is the craziest thing. Wow. Their suicide is, is going steadily up right now within that. Well, that's of, a big is, deal in the Central Valley. Is there any Valley research here. as to why? I, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe maybe it's, uh, I mean, it can't be, be, it might be because of tariffs. It might be because of some promises that were made by droughts. previous and current administrations. It might be because droughts. It might, like all kinds of, the recession that hit and, you know, maybe they never balanced back after. It's Farming, you can be very lucrative, but also it can be very, very, very risky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and so like, farmers are, yeah, they're committing suicide. And so if anybody out there is a farmer and you're really down and out right now, you know, suicide hotline. Don't don't do anything. You know, um, just I don't know. It's it's hard to rationalize and talk to somebody who's thinking about that kind of stuff. But just think about all the friends and family and stuff that uh, would have such a void in their life if you left. In such a way that's, you know, such mm-hmm. a selfish thing to do to not think about anyone else and to really, you know, it's like you have a lot to live for. We all do, you know, like yeah. when you really start thinking about it and there's things you can do to be involved. Like if you don't feel like you have a purpose, you can coach, you can get involved with local, um, you know, shelters, community things, uh, anything to help out and just feel like, you know, validated and mm-hmm. part of society if the well, people feel like they're detached. You know? And on that note, too, I mean, because when people are that depressed that they no longer think about, like, you know, making that void and stuff, when they're that, like, that, that low in their life, 
truly like what they need is therapy and a lot of people are really opposed i know it's so to taboo. therapy and th- therapy is like you know i think that should be a barrier that we all break down and kind of like that's a natural thing that's totally normal and not mm-hmm. to be like ashamed of or like oh i'll never do that you know yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. it helps There's actually a lot of professional athletes coming out right now talking about that yeah uh, kevin love from the Cavs is one of them actually he, he's had some mental health issues and right he came out and kind of said uh you know i have mental health issues too mm-hmm. i was able to battle it and look at me now kind of thing you know mm-hmm. that's yeah. good and we need more people like that standing up and kind of like uh, paving the way and making it okay and yeah it's possible take the stigma away from it right yep absolutely uh unfortunately chris hardwick's show and appearances have been canceled following abuse allegations for him his oh, talk show wait, him too I know, it's kind of bad, because he's funny and, yeah. yeah I don't believe it. Yeah, Here's the thing, yeah, it is kind of like, he's, um, he's like it's based on this one ex-girlfriend of his, Chloe uh, Dijkstra? I don't know, Dijkstra? And it has to be oh, a, yeah. an it, obviously a, a consensual, that it's, it's an ex-girlfriend, Dijkstra. So, Dijkstra. So everything obviously was consensual if it was a girlfriend of his. Like, right. I mean. But if he was abusive. I don't know, I don't know yeah, all of her claims. But here, here's where here's where the story goes, though. Like all the people that are, you know, not not letting him perform and do all that stuff, they they've all stated because I've I've read up on this a little bit. They've all stated that hey, hey hold on a second, we're not like ba- you know we're not banning Chris Hardwick. We're just taking a step away in our relationship while he goes through court proceedings to determine whether or not the allegations were true. Right. So he can just go. He can probably go right back, and as some you know lucky individuals have. You know, shit. Right, Seacrest is one of them. He, he's yeah. had some recent allegations mm-hmm. against him, and, yep. and he right. took a step away. And then uh, if back. it's truly not true, then stick, stand by your guns and see yep. it through, and defend yourself, and and prove everyone else otherwise. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, stick with it. You know, mm-hmm. but if it is true, then fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can I agree. Read, you can read her essay. It's up on Medium dot com, um, and it kind of goes into detail, basically about how she was saying that she felt like. He wanted her to lose weight all the time, so she kind of like starved herself for him. She was only he was only interested in sexual stuff. Apparently, he uh, after she had gone through surgery at the doctor's, and the first thing he asked the doctor, according to her, was, "Oh, is she, can I have sex with her tonight?" And like after some kind of well, in, he is invasive a surgery, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't don't take We're the wrong so, way, wh- female listeners. What are, what, he was probably so joking the, with the doctor. Yeah, first of that all. sounds like a yeah. joke. Where's the abuse? It's, well, okay, no, okay, that's 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 fair enough. Like, I don't know. People where the are abuse truly is. abused. Well, remember the one with uh, Aziz Ansari? Do you guys remember that? Um, I don't. That no. section, that allegation no. um, against him. They uh, the a lady said, "Yeah, we went up." to his room one night and we had some drinks and then we ended up getting undressed and making out and all kinds of stuff and then right before he was about to penetrate like I told him no I don't want this and he said okay that's fine and now I'm just trying to tell you that he should have never have tried to to have sex and it was like whoa 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 like in her statement she was like I got undressed I was making out with him Um, I took off all my clothes he took off all his clothes like it was totally consensual up until that point and then she was like me too and it was it really just gave a you know b- bad name for people who are yeah. truly are struggling against harassment in the field you know yes. to be like that. So hopefully, I mean I I like Chris Hardwick. Hopefully it's not true. I mean if if but those things that you were talking about, Chris, those those types of things seem like uh, they don't seem like crazy severe. It doesn't seem like abuse like torturous abuse. Okay, so I guess how long here's, ago was that? Well, Do you know, 
Um, it, like, uh, was they, it before his most recent? Like, I mean, I know he's been famous for a while, but he's kind of skyrocketed in the recent mm-hmm. years, right? So they've been together for a while. So th- they've been together recently since he's kind of been at the status he's at now. Yeah. Well, she says she was in her twenties. She was a goofy kid, like video games. She uh, found herself in a relationship with an older man. Joked about her daddy issues and thought that with age came stability and wisdom. Well, our relations started out poorly. Within two weeks, rules were established. Some of these rules that she alleges on her essay here at medium.com that she should not go anywhere at night. Uh, ex- uh, her nights were expected to be reserved for him. Sounds like a relationship. Had a busy schedule. This alienated me from my friends. I was not to have close male friends unless we worked together. Sounds, Sounds like a relationship. Like a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All photos of male friends to be removed from my apartment. This was heartbreaking for me as my best friend happened to be male. As he was sober, I was not to drink alcohol. Before we began dating, he said, I noticed you have a glass of wine with dinner. That's going to stop. Sounds like a relationship. I was not going to speak in public places, elevators, cars, with drivers, restaurants, because he believed that people recognized him and were listening to our conversations. Sounds like a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to take a photo of us. Eventually, he softened on this rule. Again, celebrity. Uh, these are just a few of them. I made the choice to accept his controlling behavior. So he never hit her... Behavior. Force sex on her. Like those, for- those all pretty much seem like rules that have never been established in my relationship, but are just kind of like known, known, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Like, so she was in a relationship for the first time. I'll <laughs> admit, so, what like at least one of those rules is has been placed upon me in my marriage, <laughs> and I'm I'm okay with it. Like I'm not allowed to just go on like a lunch date with like a a lady. You know, I've got to I've got to check in and make sure, and she's got to approve and stuff like that. It's just, <laughs> just go out at the night. way it's, it is. It's, that's know? just respect in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on a little bit with this. And she apparently says that uh, she let him sexually assault her. She was terrified to upset him, so she did what he said. She said, uh, "I was expected to be ready for him when he came home from work." Uh, I was quite ill, often due to my diet, something I get into in a bit. One night he initiated, and I said, I'm sorry, can we not tonight? I'm feeling really sick. He responded, I just want to remind you the reason my last relationship didn't work out was because of the lack of sex. It was a veiled threat. I succumbed. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was a veiled threat? That was like him just being a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. And that's not like a threat to rape her. Yeah. Every night I laid there for him occasionally in tears. He called it starfishing. He thought the whole idea was funny, to be fair. I did go along with it out of fear of losing him. I'm still recovering from being sexually used for three years. Mm. What is starfishing? Okay, so Dahlia, as female perspective, perspective, what do you think about all this? The first time, Um, wait wait until you hear this. The first time I told him I loved him after six months of hoping he'd say it, his his response was, and I quote, I think I love you too, and we can't say that word. It's uh, a slang for a gay person. Um... And that's what she said. He said in response to her saying that she loves him. I, w- I don't. I still don't think I would classify that as abuse. I wouldn't. She could so you wouldn't write either. I would not. Yeah. Based on this information, he he wasn't forcing her to do anything. She chose to. It seems I think to me she, she chose to go point, along. He would have been fine with it. He would have been fine with it. She stayed. And she, at any point, she could have said, you know, fuck you, I'm out. You're a fucking douchebag. I'm done with you. You're a fucking creepy loser. At any point, she had every opportunity to do that, but she, I don't know. Well, yeah. she says that she eventually did, and then he turned a total 180, begged me not to leave, told me he was planning to propose. I knew this was all stemming from his fear okay, of being sounds alone. Sounds like a 
it sounds like a yeah. fucked up relationship. Sounds like a relationship. So, yeah, and yeah. then here's the thing. He a made, relationship gone wrong. He made mm-hmm. several calls to several companies that she received regular work for to get me fired, threatening to never work with them again. He succeeded. Ooh. I was blacklisted. With the assistance of a woman who gained my trust and my heart over the past years, he steamrolled my career. So what do you think about that? Well, that's a little bit of a bitch move on Chris's part. Yeah. If it's if it's if it's true, I'm kind of I don't know. I'm 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 feeling really reserved about this one. I mean, I've kind of jumped the gun in favor of like the women um, for a yes, lot of them, but this always. one I'm this one I'm a bit reserved. Yeah, because if you yeah, are well respected here. in your workplace, like for example, if Chris and I were to get divorced tomorrow, and he decided he wanted to call my work and say all kinds of different random things to me, they'd be like, "Your ex husband's no, a piece that's, of shit." No, that's not the Sorry same. Sorry, you had to do that. That's not yeah. the same thing here. He's but, but, actually a celebrity, you know, actually still. a person that has power over things like nah. that. Yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying, and that's fine. We're this was just broken this week. And uh, we have uh, I don't know the details, three out of so. four people here that don't believe the charges. So we will see what happens over the course of the next week or so. Yeah. And uh, well, well, I don't know if I don't it. believe I'm reserved. Yes, I'm, I'm totally like, reserved. Nah, I'm reserved. I'm sure he you, did what okay. he did. And you I'm sound sure like you don't she did what it, she though. did. We need to see <laughs> some being honest here. We need to see some people are killing here. themselves and people are getting locked in closets and being beaten and raped and. This is abuse what? now. Yeah. Well. Okay. I mean, geez. But yeah, I've had some girlfriends. So are you do saying emotional abuse? Emotional abuse is not something. I, I want to remember this and get I, this on. I didn't see emu- emotional abuse. Oh, okay. There. You didn't see it, according did, did to this guys? article that I've. He he never cursed at her. He just said, "Hey, this is." Based on that article, I'm not doing this. Based on article, it sounds like a shitty relationship, but yeah. not like severe abuse. Yeah, he never said "fuck you," "you're a piece of shit." He never yeah. said "what are you thinking?" "what are you doing?" No, none yeah. of that. Well, I don't think yep. she would literally talk about their arguments if that that's not going to be something she's going to be describing in no. detail. But well, I guess I don't we'll know. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how see. it goes. We'll move on. Chick Fil A giving away some free food for Cow Appreciation Ooh. Day. Oh, r- real quick, can Yuck. you can you scroll up to that? I've never had to that uh, that uh, article about Chris Hardwick. Can you scroll up? See where it says canceled. I don't even know how to spell canceled anymore. When I put canceled with one L in my email, it gives me a red. Yeah, I thought I had two L's. I think it does. That's a typing error. Canceled. Great, Dahlia. Great work. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Grammar police. Well, people often spell it with one L. I see it all of the time. The most incorrectly spelled word is actually the word incorrectly. Ah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Incorrectly? What yeah. is it? I-N-C-O-R-R-E-C-T-L-Y? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So I don't know why they have trouble with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they probably spell it F-A-K-E-N-E-W-S. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> free food, dress like a cow, get some free food, Chick-fil-A. All right. Uh, <laughs> This is a big deal that actually got passed yesterday. Online shopping just lost one major perk. Supreme Court ruled today that states can collect sales tax, even if the e-tailer has no physical presence in a given state. It was a 5-4 to four de- uh, decision. It could affect up to 10% of consumer purchases nationwide. Previous rulings in 67 and 92 had sided with businesses on the premise that collecting various taxes could be an undue burden on small catalog companies. But Justice Anthony Kennedy writes that with online sales representing 10% of all consumer purchases, the court, quote, cannot justify retaining this artificial anachronistic rule that deprives states of vast revenues from major businesses, end quote. So 
Most of the big guns like Amazon already make an effort to collect sales tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have an eBay or Etsy store, you'll have to collect sales tax now. Yeah. You can't sell it for flat rates of $25, uh, you know, flat. I've, I've, I've talked about this before um, with people, and I, I figure it was probably just a matter of time before yeah. people started buckling down. And on like that. a lot of people are saying that this is kind of this is only fair. You shouldn't get a discount just because you used a computer to make a purchase instead of uh, going to a store. So this is, you know, we were hear, hearing about all the brick-and-mortar retailers, everybody, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Well, this is going to help them out quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to exactly. take away the sting and the good prices from Amazon to where it's going to kind of level the playing field for a lot of that stuff. You, you hear that, crack dealers? <laughs> Start collecting sales tax. <laughs> right, there you go. It's person to person. Uh, it, it will make a lot of things super complicated. Small businesses, they're theorizing, are just going to throw in the towel than rather have to worry about all those different state and local taxes that they now have to deal with, which is going to be kind of kind of crazy. And speaking of retail, Microsoft is working on a technology that would allow stores to get rid of cashiers and checkout lines, hmm. including, uh, according to an article in Reuters, including developing systems that track what shoppers put in their carts. Here's the deal. Amazon has their Amazon Go grocery stores. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Where you basically no. throw all your stuff in the cart and you just walk out. Oh, wow. And it charges you automatically. Oh, that's crazy. Because at Amazon Go, customers scan their smartphones at the turnstile to enter the store, right? Their cameras and sensors in the store identify what they take from the shelves. Wow. Shoppers simply leave the store when they're done, and they're billed to their credit cards on so file. So it's like a GPS on every product. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Huh. I bet That's people are going to be throwing product into other people's baskets. Just in <laughs> <laughs> There you go, right? And then rob them when they yeah, get to the parking lot. Yeah, like pornographic <laughs> magazines. and uh. Oh, yeah. Microsoft has reportedly shown sample technology to retailers from around the world. It's had talks with Walmart about wow. a potential collaboration. That'll probably be one of the first ones. So what do you guys think of that idea? Do you think that's kind of cool or no, that's too big brother-ish? I fucking hate standing in line so much. Yeah. I, I would like to so just much. go in the We're store so and leave. Lazy. We're good with it. <laughs> I would like to do it. Even if there's like one person ahead of me in line. And the only, it's like, ah. oh man. The only thing I don't like is having your credit card information on file. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's. I don't yeah. like having that. I anyway. Yeah, but it's like, a, it's almost like in a cloud It's already in your phone. Yeah. And, and no, mm. systems are, yeah. systems are getting hacked right and left. It, it is, you know, if they had a very strong security system. Them, then you know I have all my notifications on my phone to where anytime my credit card's used anywhere, anytime I slide it anywhere, it sends me a notification. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's, oh, that's cool. And I, you know, you'll know right away if if it's used and if and you didn't y- make that purchase. You use then the Apple Pay too, don't you? I, yeah, I do sometimes. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So. that's cool. I've never thought I never thought to do that, but I think I think that's a good idea. You so learn yeah, something new. Up, set up notifications. Yep. Yeah, that's probably the best way to combat that stuff. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I was thinking, I was just thinking of a scenario in my mind. What if you were like shopping and you're both at the checkout and you like switched carts with someone else? Oh, on accident. Or you stick a candy bar oh, in your man. pocket. You get charged for it. No, they would see that. They <laughs> would They would definitely see that. Yeah, you well, would. I don't but know. I mean like actually switching the carts, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. It could happen. I mean, um, how hard, it would be the same thing as now. Like how would you switch a cart with somebody? I don't know. Oh, you know, I was at a Black Friday one time, and I actually watched um, these people get into a fight, like literally get into a fight. I, I guess know, I said literally quite a bit during the okay. course of this podcast. Okay, they <laughs> they didn't figuratively get into a fight, and uh, <laughs> and it was like you know five o'clock in the morning or whatever. And one lady reached in, grabbed an item out of another lady's basket, and put it in her basket. Right. 
Yeah, so I mean, there is kind of some stuff. I mean, how would they deal with like Black Friday purchases and yeah, the exactly. Yeah, well, because yeah. people you, would be trying to steal stuff all the time. Yeah, if you grab an item off the shelf and then decided you saw something down the aisle that's slightly different, so you go back and put the other item back, it, it's probably aware of that, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's probably all like what's in your cart actually, or something. That's interesting. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Technology. Shit. <laughs> I love technology. Where's this video? I thought there was a video. For there this. was a video. I watched it. I watched it. Well, I see the headline. I'm like, what? Speaking of I How? love technology, uh, my son uh, just watched Napoleon Dynamite for the first time <laughs> and get, got to see Kip sing that song at the very end of oh, nice. his marriage vows. It <laughs> was the funniest thing in the world. That's My awesome. nephew's 13 and he hadn't seen it. And he, all his friends have been talking about it for years, and he finally, I showed him it uh, a couple months ago. And nice. He, he's been talking about it, too, for ever since. Ah, such a good <laughs> film. <laughs> I was trying to show you this video. Apparently, this girl got her head stuck in a, t- a truck tailpipe at a country music festival. <laughs> it's one of those huge tailpipes, you know, like those oh. big lifted mm-hmm. trucks that have those big uh, tailpipes. What the hell's her head doing in there? <laughs> she, apparently, alcohol, you know, she was drinking. She's How'd a 19. How she even get it in there? Oh, here it is. Here's the video. Is that what? Is that it. what she said? Yeah. <laughs> is it? I'll see if it loads here. Uh, she was 19 years old, obviously drinking. She was underage, uh, getting trashed. And it was a bit. I don't know. I no, maybe it was a bit. My tailpipe. No, <laughs> maybe she was sober. Shit, no, what do I get? I read no, her statement. Her statement. She said simply. She said, "Wow, that looks like a big tailpipe." And looked at her friends and said, "I bet I could stick my head in there." That was it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when I was when I was like eight years old, I got my head stuck in a fence, and I remember that same sentiment. <laughs> Going right. to bed, I could put my head through there. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. Well, it's not playing it. When but, you're uh, little, if you could fit your head through it. something, the rest of your body usually goes. But at this age, not the case. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, that is a pretty big tailpipe there, though. It's huge. How embarrassing. And they had to, apparently, the firefighters had to come and, like, uh, saw it off with a big-ass saw. <laughs> they sawed the... Uh, look, at look at that. She was in there for 45 minutes. <laughs> Can she breathe? What if you just turned the truck on and shot her head? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Please, kids, listening to the garage rock show dot com, okay, don't try that. Could have either died from carbon monoxide poisoning, but if she didn't, her head <laughs> yeah. might shoot out. Just hold your breath. Yeah, Just let me turn it on real quick, and Why? if your head doesn't shut out, shoot out. I'll shut it off. You know what? Oh luckily, luckily, there's nothing that would spread this video out in some sort of viral fashion. Oh, luckily, we're luckily. not. In- <laughs> luckily, yeah, we're not perpetrating that, man. <laughs> Uh, but that's it for this week on the Garage Rock Show. Make sure you guys tune in to the Garage Rock Show tomorrow as we play a bunch of new music for you guys. 105.7 FM, 1660 AM, and online anytime, 1057thebear.com. Our episodes are always up for you every Friday on our podcast, thegaragerockshow.com. Thanks for everybody joining us this week. I love you, listeners. See you. Peace. I love you. These headphones hurt my By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion 
opinions, standards, or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.